I have had to record this so many times. Uh, welcome to the Nonsense and Rambling podcast with me, your host, where I rant and ramble about nonsense and topics I'm passionate about. So, seeing is June, or also known as Pride Month, is right around the corner. I thought it'd be appropriate and fitting to talk about why we have Pride Month, or the Stonewall Riots. It all started in New York, 1969. At the time, being gay was illegal in every state except Illinois, so being queer in any way was extremely difficult. A common safe place for underprivileged and disadvantaged people, like the queer community, people of color, and other generally outcasted groups, were gay bars. Since being gay was seen as evil and morally wrong, generally, the New York State Liquor Authority would often refuse to give liquor licenses to bars who had gay customers or gay staff. So these unlicensed and illegal bars often attracted mafia, who would take ownership of the bar and then bribe cops in exchange for not getting raided and shut down. In Greenwich, New York, there was just your average gay bar named the Stonewall Inn, where history was made. The inn was originally raided on June 24th, where the cops arrested employees and confiscated alcohol, because the bar obviously didn't have a liquor license. After the raid, the NYPD planned a second for the following Friday in hopes to shut it down for good. Past midnight on June 28th, eight undercover cops went to the Stonewall Inn. They quickly started arresting employees and cops singled out drag performers and trans people to call them cross-dressers, and they even went as far as to take these people into the bathrooms for genital checks to see if they were masquerading as the opposite sex, which was, again, illegal at the time. As the cops were arresting people and escorting others out of the bar, the crowd outside was growing, so more cops were called to the scene for crowd control. From witness accounts, the commotion in the crowd only begun after the cops beat up a drag king for saying their handcuffs were too tight. The crowd was already taunting the cops by calling them pigs, but after that, they started throwing pennies, glass bottles, rocks, you name it. Someone in the mob even slashed the cops' tires. After about 4 a.m., the police retreated to barricade themselves inside Stonewall. As the mob grew, rioters used parking meters as battering rams. Others threw firebombs they made out of a bottle, lighter fluid, and a match. As things escalated, the city's riot police showed up. Luckily, the protesters ran away and avoided the police. No one died on this night or was seriously injured, except the officers who reported being slightly roughed up. The next night, the Stonewall Bar reopens with unceasing support from many chanting things like gay power, a fantastic sight to see, until, of course, the cops were called 
and the cops came with a bigger group of riot police who beat and tear-gassed members of the crowd. This continued until early hours of the morning when most of the people had dispersed. Gay activists continue to gather near the bar over the next several days. They took this moment to build community and feed the gay rights movement. The newspaper coverage of this event was horrific. Many articles resorted to homophobic rhetoric and slurs. In retaliation, many protesters swarmed the offices, some demanding the buildings be burned down. When the police arrived... Riots ruptured, but only for a short period of time. June 28th, 1970, a year after most of the commotion happened, was the first gay pride, which sets off from Stonewall. Gay activists organized this event down Christopher Street, with several hundred people marching with them. As the march continues... Towards Central Park, it slowly gained several thousand allies, making the parade stretch almost 15 city blocks. This inspired other major cities like Boston and San Francisco to have their own parade, starting this wonderful tradition of Pride Month. And that's it. That's, that's my podcast.